of spirit on earth and who you are and all you do is a blessing to the Thank you, thank you. Good evening. Welcome. We're glad you're with us this afternoon, this evening, and we certainly welcome those that are streaming with us today as well. Glad that you've chosen to spend part of your evening with us. Um, the stoles, okay? So there's a story behind the stoles. Uh, I got permission to tell this and then ask for forgiveness, but we have, um, we have a, uh, someone that has a new stole tonight. And that's Reverend Kevin. And Reverend Kevin said, do you mind if we wear stoles? And we said, of course. We don't mind at all. But I want to share a little bit about the stole. The stole, for example, we don't feel that the stole sets us apart. We don't feel that the stole elevates us to any place other than we are one of you and you are one of us. But my good teacher, Joel Goldsmith, he says that this is the stole. He says that when we wear the stole, it really indicates that we are in service. We are in service. And I thought to myself, what a more, how appropriate it is that we wear it tonight, you know, when Jesus is in this upper room. And Jesus was in service, not only to his disciples, of course, with these mystical teachings, but he was also in service to all of humankind. There he washed feet that night. We will not be doing that tonight, but we will sometimes. He washed feet, he broke bread, he served bread, and he also was the teacher. He was a teacher. 
and he was there teaching that night. And it was on that night, that special night, in the upper room with these mystical teachings that Jesus gave us a new commandment. He gave us a new commandment. And he says, I give you a new commandment. Let you love one another as I have loved you. So I thought how appropriate it is that we're wearing stoles tonight. So thank you, Reverend Kevin, for making that request tonight. We certainly want to acknowledge uh, our prayer chaplains here tonight as well. So we invite you to please stand. These individuals arrived early and they held sacred space and they're here to hold that sacred space with you tonight. So if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a unity prayer chaplain. Thank you, and you may be seated. Again, welcome. We're glad you're with us. The disciples said to Jesus, speak to us about our end. How will it look? How will it happen? Jesus replied, have you found the beginning in yourselves? If not, why are you asking about the end? From the place in yourselves where you find the beginning, you will also find the end. The blessed ones will find their feet standing at the beginning. Then they will know the end and not taste death. That's the Gospel of Thomas, Logan 18. On the night before the crucifixion, Jesus and his 12 disciples gathered to share a meal. Was the feast of the Passover, the Seder. And according to the story told in the Gospels and the interpretation of that story by theologians throughout the centuries, Jesus purposely chose this time because it symbolized the people's belief that the relationship with God called for sacrifice. It had been taught that he wanted to introduce them to a new covenant, a new agreement one in which one which showed that God had never asked us, nor would he ask for any sacrifice at all. Again, according to that story and those interpretations, four days later, after being tried, convicted, and crucified, he arose from the dead in a powerful demonstration of forgiveness and of love. He showed us that indeed there had been no sacrifice because he was alive and had always been. Nearly 2,000 years later, the Christian world seems so ingrained in this concept that sacrifice is love, that this meal has come to symbolize sacrifice. The sharing of bread and wine and what has come to be known as the sacrament of, the Holy, of Holy Communion or for us Baptists, the Lord's Supper, it continues to commemorate Jesus taking the sins of the world upon himself. And according to this shared belief, he suffered and died in our place, as if the only way our mistakes could be forgiven was to have someone suffer or be punished in our place. This belief of sacrificial redemption has created a Jesus who is the great exception rather than the great example. 
In this belief, when Jesus called himself the Lamb of God, he meant that he would be slaughtered as a sacrifice. What if? What if he meant to show that he completely, how completely he followed the guidance of the divine, the divine within, like the, shepherd, like the sheep follow their shepherd, completely trusting. Any ritual that has the potential of becoming an object of worship itself, replacing the original purpose with something new. What if the true meaning of communion shared at that Passover feast was a simple one? The love shared among Jesus and his students and his disciples. He had been teaching them for three years. They'd been through a lot together. They had been family all this time. And using figures of speech, which everyone there would understand, Jesus picked up a piece of bread and said, this is my body, by which he meant, this represents my teachings, the substance or the body of all that I've shared with the world and most of all with you. And then he took a goblet of wine and he also said, this is my blood, by which he meant, this wine represents the essence of me, of my example and my life. And then he continued, <clears throat> whenever you gather to celebrate Passover, or in fact, any time you meet to share a meal like this, do not forget why we have been together. Do this in remembrance of me, of this. He was saying to them, there will be lots of times when you will be tempted to forget all of this when you're out there in the world on your own. I urge you to come together like this to support each other, to remind yourself once again of your purpose and of the love we have all shared in our time together. And so tonight, we come together to celebrate, to celebrate family, to celebrate love, surrender, and rebirth, as did Jesus and his family those many, many years ago. We come together to acknowledge the love and the rebirth as lived by Jesus of Nazareth, Jesus the Christ. We come together to share in this tradition of communion. as it is. 
inside to find my God. Inside there is peace, inside there is joy, inside there is more than enough. Inside there is peace, inside there is joy, inside there is sacred love. Stay as it is, go inside to find my God. I will live with this day as it is, go inside to find my God. Inside there is peace, inside there is joy, inside there is more than enough. Inside there is peace, inside there is joy, inside there is sacred love. I will leave this life as it is, go inside to find my God. I will leave this life as it is, go inside to find Go inside to find my God. Go inside to find my God. Part of the tradition of this evening of communion is to reflect, is to go in and within and find those areas where we need to forgive ourselves and we need to forgive those around us. So I would ask you now, let us join Reverend Pat and Reverend Kevin as they lead us in a responsive reading which will open us to a time of reflection and forgiveness. As we become still, we allow the presence of the indwelling Christ to fill every cell and fiber of our being. We look within, becoming one with this Christ presence, expressing through each of us in the power of the I am. I am with the, with the infinite Christ presence, its light now filling my entire being. I let go the bonds of human limitation and open wide the doors to infinite possibilities as I allow infinite presence to work through me. My heart and mind are now willing to follow this Christ indwelling in all things. Truth flows through me in mighty currents, washing away doubts and fear. I attune myself to the infinite in all that I am. I am the truth in living expression. You will know the truth, and the truth will make you free. I experience the power of these words and rejoice that I am free to be the manifestation of love that I am meant to be. I am a manifestation of God, free and unlimited in my celebration of life. In Mark 12, 30 and 31, you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your might. This is the first commandment. And the second is like to it. You must love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. 
divine spirit, we know that divine action is humankind is love. Therefore, we open our hearts and minds and claim that divine love. In this moment, we open to the forgiveness that is divine love. We are healed and whole in mind, body, and spirit. In this moment, we breathe into the silence and reflect on the flow of our lives, identifying and acknowledging those thoughts and actions that have taken us out of the circle of infinite presence. We forgive and release all hard thoughts and erroneous actions of our own and those of others. If we have offended others, we ask for and claim their forgiveness now. church we pay attention to the priest and he would read the holy word and consecrate the holy bread and everyone would kneel and bow today the only difference is everything is holy now everything 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 is holy now When I was in Sunday school, we would learn about the time Moses split the sea in two, and Jesus made the water wine. And I remember feeling sad, miracles don't happen still, but now I just can't keep track, because everything's a miracle, everything, everything. Everything's a miracle Wine from water is not so small But an even better magic trick Is that anything is here at all And so the challenging thing becomes Not to look for miracles of finding where there isn't one. When holy water wasn't rare at best, well, it barely wet my fingertips. But now I gotta hold my breath, cause I'm swimming in a sea of it. It used to be a world half there, heaven's second rate hand me down. But I walk it with a reverent air. Cause everything is holy now Ooh. 
read a questioning child's face and say it's not a testament, well, that'd be really hard to say. See another morning come and say it's not a sacrament, I tell you it can't be done. This morning outside I stood, I saw a little red-winged bird shining like a burning bush and singing like a scripture verse. It made me want to bow my head. I remember when church went out, how things have changed since then, because everything is holy now. It used to be a world half bare. Heaven's second-rate hand-me-down But I walk it with a reverent air Cause everything is whole now It was after they had completed the Passover feast. Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it. And he gave it to the disciples saying, take, eat, this is my body. We know the bread Jesus offered his disciples symbolizes spiritual substance, the invisible mind essence and energy out of which all things are made. This we eat. This we appropriate. And by doing so, we become one with our divine inheritance. We take in this bread as the symbol of oneness with the radiant living substance. It is symbol of the Christ manifest. And now, let us partake of this inexhaustible, omnipresent substance of truth and spirit and affirm together the affirmation, the bread of life. I now partake of the substance of truth 
This is the bread of life. I am inspired by divine ideas and prospered in all ways. And let us hear again the words that Jesus spoke. Take, eat, this is my body, knowing that it is the essence and the energy out of which all things are made. And for those of us here in the sanctuary who would like to join the disciples in sharing the physical bread of life, I invite you now to come forward. And for those of you who are live streaming, I invite you to take your bread or cracker in your hand and hold it as we approach and take again that bread of life. So the ushers will ask, will ask you to come down row by row, take the bread, and then return to your seats. And the bread is gluten-free. This is my body, substance of my being. Thanksgiving, I'll be 
And Jesus took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of this, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for many. Do this in remembrance of me. We know the wine Jesus offered his disciples as his blood, symbolizing life and spirit. We know that as we drink, as we appropriate this idea of life, we are quickened and made new. This we drink, this we appropriate, and by doing so, we become one with our divine inheritance. We now take in this fruit of the vine as the symbol of oneness with a radiant living substance. It is the symbol of the Christ manifest. Now let us partake of the invisible quickening life in spirit and affirm together the affirmation of the wine of spirit. Together through faith, I, I now drink, drink the wine, the wine of, spirit. of spirit. I am, I am filled, filled with the quickening life of spirit. I am, I am made new in soul and body. And for those of us here in the sanctuary and live streaming who would like to join with the disciples in taking in the physical fruit of the vine, I would ask you to hear these words now and then come forward again and take cup. There are um, bowls at the end here that once you've consumed that, you may leave the cups in that bowl. There's one in each side. So let us again hear those words that Jesus said. And he said, drink ye all of this. Do this in remembrance of me, knowing that it is the symbol of oneness with the Christ presence. Do this in remembrance of me. Come forward now and take up that fruit of the vine.
with this in remembrance. In the Gospel of John, chapter 18, verse 37. In action and in the silence, we have appropriated the substance and the life of spirit. We have felt the inspiration of the indwelling Christ, lifting our thoughts to a higher plane of understanding. We now go forth, consecrating our thoughts and our activities to Christ's service. For to this end... I have been born, and to this end am I come into the world that I should bear witness unto the truth. And in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, it tells us, we consecrate ourselves through recognition of our purpose to bear witness to truth, to speak truth, to hear truth, and to see truth to the best of our understanding and ability. In doing so, we express the healing presence of the Christ within. It is no longer that I live, but Christ lives in me. Together, the same Christ that was the Christ in Jesus dwells in me. The Christ substance and the Christ life have appropriated moves in me now to will and to do what divine spirit would have me do and to be what divine spirit would have me be I feel the creative power of the life more abundant I am the Christ one with the living God I am that I am and so it is 
Now is the time in our service that we invite you to give a gift to support your spiritual community. If you are in the sanctuary, we will be having ushers come around in just a moment. And if uh, you are streaming with this, there are lots of ways you can give. Uh, there's a secure link to our website, and you can gift us there. And if offertory blessing together, it is found in the order of service. Divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am. And now once again, silently, please. In preparation for the king, and they line their sidewalks with every sort of shiny thing, they will be surprised when they hear him say, Take me to the to the afflicted ones take me to the lonely ones who've somehow lost their way let them hear me say I am your friend come to my table Rest here in my garden You will have a pardon
surprised when they hear him say, take me to the alley, take me to the afflicted ones, take me to the lonely ones who've somehow lost their To the and Jesus, after he had completed the sharing of bread and wine, he gave the following commandment to his disciples. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciple if you have love for one another. Thank you for being here with us this evening. And let us take this message into our lives. To be humble, to be kind It is a giving of the peace in your mind To a stranger, to a friend To give in such a way that has no end We are love, we are one We are how we treat other when the day is done. We are peace. We are war. We are how we treat each other and nothing more. To be bold, to be brave. It is the thinking that the heart can still be saved. And the darkness can come the dangers and the anger and the hanging on of it. We are love. We are one. We are how we treat each other when, when the day is done. We are peace. We are war. We are how we treat each other. Nothing more. Tell me what it is 
that you see A world that's full of endless possibilities And heroes don't look like they used to They look like you do I love that line We are love We are one we are how we treat each other when the day is done. We are peace. We are war. We are how we treat each other and nothing more. We are love. We are one. We are how we treat each other when the day is done. We are peace. We are war. We are how we treat each other and nothing more. We are how we treat each other and nothing more. We are how we treat each other.